0: hey what's up you guys thank you so much for tuning in to sincerely lee and ray i'm la Creo. i'm aliyah and today we're going to give you guys a part two to let's talk about trauma yeah and so we're going to start off unpacking our adult trauma um last episode we talked about the things that happened in our childhood and how it shaped us as adults but there are different things even as adults that are foreign to us that we didn't realize happened from things our parents did, or just things that are just happening naturally because of life.
1: Yeah, so for me, I've taken on seeing my mom just with bills and like maybe like a missed payment, a late payment, and I've taken that and I've made created my own trauma, I've created my own anxiety, and so now I pay all my bills first of the month like any every any and every bill that I can I pay it the first of the month because I don't want anything to get cut off I don't want anything to go wrong in my life and I, I just rather would pay my bills and then I can have fun later so that's definitely something for my mom I've taken in it sometimes it brings me anxieties I'm like oh my gosh first of the month I gotta pay my bills then I get an email about my bills and I'm like oh okay I already paid it calm down you can relax. You know, it's like you would think it would make it easier to do that but because of I think about I gotta pay my bills because I've seen my mom miss a payment or something and then something happens or I've seen her be like oh I can't pay this bill but I could put something on that one or something like that seeing that made me this way so that's why I label it as trauma because it's something that I saw and I told myself I will never be that so now every day I live my life not as oh I'm, I am responsible, but I don't think about it as, oh, I'm just being a responsible adult. I see it as, oh, I don't want to make a mistake that my parent made in my adult life. So that's probably my first
0: one. I would say for me, something that I inherited from my mom is I've always wanting to be in control. And so when I feel mm, that I same. don't have that control, you are seen. I am a hot fucking But control mess.
1: in, like, everything? Every aspect. Oh.
0: Every aspect. Well, I
1: you're in control of I Sincerely Leon Ray, okay? Oh, my God. You are the producer. You are like the director. I,
0: I feel like it's certain things that just... Like, if I'm not in control of any and every aspect of my life, I'm going to be bothered. Mm. So... Yeah,
1: it's bad. So, like, not, like, from God being in control, but from, like, another person, like, a human. A human.
0: Yeah, right? like...
1: Okay. So, it's not like you're trying to control the trajectory no. of your life, but you're trying to control, what, the, move, the movements, yeah, the, the physical pieces movements, pieces yeah. And I just yeah. Mm. like,
0: if I could've just did this, I would've had this outcome. Not but, Frank, knowing, how do you... <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: hot man. It's, it's okay. Listen, this is a judgment-free <laughs> zone. But, okay, so do you feel, do you feel like being married you should be able to trust the other person to make decisions for the both of you and is that you releasing control with doing okay so first part is do you think as a married person you should be able to trust your partner to make decisions for the group just yes or no you do so do you feel like your need for control means if you believe that's true then you have to let go of some of that control and that is that gives you anxiety. And that's <laughs> fair. That's totally fair. Because, no, that's fair because my, my mom, both my moms, my mom and my stepmom, both my moms, um, they both are type A women. And so in their marriages, they controlled everything. But for me, and then with me dating, it was like I want to control everything the same way. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, this is what's going to get done. This is what we're going to do, da, 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 A, B, C, One two three. But at the same time, it's like, I want to be able to trust someone's decisions for the group and that's a lot to be able to trust trust somebody to make it even something as small as uh, i say this analogy sometimes i've been saying it lately is like if my if the fridge breaks and um our husband you know our husband gets home and yes we have the same <laughs> we do and our husband gets home i want to be able to wait he gets home first i want to come home and he's like hey babe the refrigerator broke i've already called these people they're gonna repair it and in the meantime this is what we're gonna do i would want to be with someone who could tell me that kind of plan not they've been home for three hours now i get home babe the refrigerator broke what are we gonna do for me, I need you to take, I need you to take some kind of control over that. Now, let's say you made a decision and then it was like, okay, we need to talk about a part of this decision you made. That's cool. But you got, I want, I want to give up some of the control in my life. Cause living alone, y'all listen, mm-mm, this is <laughs> trauma, adult trauma, buying a house and living alone by yourself. This is, this is traumatic. Every day, I'm like, man, there's nobody here. It's just me. Now, I'm not looking for a roommate, so please, please, this is not a help, ad, a wanted <laughs> But it is kind of traumatic because it's like, damn, I'm in this um, family home with no family. Like, why did I buy a house? Sometimes I think that. Sometimes I'm like, man, I should just stay in the apartment. Like, why did I waste money on a house and now I'm sitting here lonely by myself? So this is kind of traumatic living
0: I think for me um
1: With the control, or with that else?
0: aspect and how you said, you know, when you want when you come home, you want your significant other to already have a plan and something happens. Like in my relationship, I'm the handyman. He ain't fixed
1: nothing at my house, so let's just throw that out there. But go see.
0: Y'all, Aaliyah B. done called people and got an estimate and uh, scheduled the service and then she tell me a week later, yeah, you know my thing, bro. I had this person come and fix me. These are facts. I didn't. My friend, I didn't know that. These, these <laughs> you, are facts. Let me you you just be quiet. <laughs> 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 but, like, I'm the person that, like, fixes stuff. So, like, for instance, if I come home and Moses gets home before me one time, like, I usually get home first. Right. If he gets home before me or he's home and I'm not there and something happens, he'll tell me and be like, what we need to do. Mm.
1: And so, did that bother you though, or are you okay with that?
0: See, that, that plays into like, oh, I get to control of this. So I
1: mean, ah! be you be getting <laughs> off be this. fine. Like, oh, yes. but it's Thank like,
0: you. it gives me anxiety because, well, what if I can't make these decisions? Mm. <laughs> like, I gotta depend on him to do it. For instance, like my grandparents. So, my grandma, like, I get it. Runs in the freaking family, so my oh, mom is like yeah. me, my mom is like her mom, so my grandma pays, is like in charge of paying the bills. Yeah. She, she, she knows what she's supposed to do, what they're supposed to know. Like, that's her thing. Mm-hmm. And so, my grandpa, he jokes like, oh, you got to lose your mind. right? I need you to write down all the bills and when they do so I know when to pay them. Right. And so, my grandma said, if you can't figure it out, then that's on you. You're just going to be sitting here without lights and Ooh, water. Oh, not without lights and water, child. Like, I don't want to get to that point where if I lose my mind and I got to... Let Moses figure out. Oh, I need to pay this this month.
1: Listen, I remember my mom had got a surgery, and um my dad was there, and it was just like it was hell. I was like, oh my gosh, she got to hurry up and recover because this house is going to shit. Like my dad can cook. <laughs> That's the only thing I can say is my dad can cook, so we wasn't starving. But everything else, chilling practice, honey. I had to coordinate my own rods, honey. Like homework, who was getting help from Nate, daddy, not me. Honey, you you had a hard day at school, you better go to bed because, listen, I was waiting for her to get, get recovered. And my mama swears we made fun of her during her recovery, but I don't recall, <laughs> y'all. I'm like, girl, you trying to make me sound like the evil step-sister. But trauma with, listen, adult dating is traumatic. And I'm going to tell y'all why I was talking to one of my really good friends, Ari. Hey, Ari, if you're listening, and we were talking about dating, and I told I I got got an epiphany. And guys, I'm not on I'm not on men's sides. I'm still pro woman, but I realized that nobody teaches us how to date. No. When we're in college, we literally see someone that we find attractive, decide to start communicating with them. If we like the conversation, we get into a relationship. That's college dating. That's it. You don't go out to eat. If the guy has a little bit of money, maybe you'll go to Chick-fil-A. Maybe Not you'll Chick-fil-A. go to Zaxby's. <laughs> maybe you'll go to a... And if he really like you and he got money, maybe you'll go to a Mexican or Asian restaurant. When you're in college. Because y'all all broke. He just got a little more money. <laughs> Listen, two for 20, that man really like you. And you're and you going to have to give him some. But I'm, I'm just talking to y'all. Not nothing, you don't have to give nobody nothing you don't want to, period. Um, but then when you become... it's Okay, so like that's dating in college, right? Then you graduate from college, and now you're in the real world. Now the other part of the other side of adult dating is nine times... Not nine times, but I make up my own. I feel like maybe, maybe five times out of ten, if you didn't meet your mate in... Wait, let me just take away the statistic. Let's say you didn't meet your mate through the college dating... The next part of dating is workplace dating. So most people meet their husbands and wives at work or at a work event, um, some kind of work function. Uh, they went out with their work friends and then they met. But it's, it's, that's the other part of adult dating is most times if you don't meet them in college, you meet them at work. And at work is the same thing. I find them attractive and they can do their job well. Oh, I got to talk to them. You already know how much money they make. They know how much money you make. Uh, so if y'all make it to the first date, y'all already know that y'all are cool with the tax bracket y'all are both in. Right. And you see they do their job well. So you're like, okay, you can do your job well. You might can do other things well. Boom, relationship. Now let's say you don't meet, like me, let's say you don't meet your husband in college and you don't meet him at work. Now you're out here free balling with everybody else <laughs> who didn't meet their mate the same way. And I just told y'all those two ways that you were dating. Now I'm out here in the real world, and nobody knows what they're doing. We're all trying to figure out how to date through TV shows and movies.
0: But I will say, as someone who met their mate in college, Mm -hmm. you still go through that hot-ass mess transition in adult dating as well because when you're in college, like you said, you're not going out and realizing, like, Oh, okay. How does this person act in public? How does this person handle these type of situations?
1: Sorry, (laughs) y'all. Pause it.
0: No, I have no clue who this is. And so...
1: Sorry.
0: um, I lost
1: my train of thought. So you said, even though in college, (laughs) you still go through that point of dysfunction
0: with dating. So, like, for instance, me and Moses we had to learn each other as adults and not young adults. So, we met when I was 20. Mm-hmm. So, from 20 to now, I'm almost 26. That's a long time. Yeah. And I did changed who I was from 20 to now 26. And like I told him the other day, I was like, because I always tell him, like, I love you, but I don't like you. You really, really get on my
1: Good, nice.
0: And, I it started off as a joke and then I actually meant it, but Ooh. like he knows that, and I told him the other I'm like, really starting to like you again. It's scary. That's
1: good. You gotta like. I, it, I man. told you that. Yeah, you did. You were like, I'm really you. starting to feel good. <laughs> like I'm liking and, it. I do remember who you called me.
0: And so like, you go. through have to date. You have to.
1: But I'm saying we call. don't know what dating is. Is what I'm Nobody saying. Like, you that. and you that's and that's what and makes error. it traumatic is because there's no. Okay, you you meet someone, you talk to them for a little bit, then you go on a date, and then what's next? Like you, there's no, and I'm not saying there should be a blueprint, but there should at least be some beginning stages, because then you have people who do stuff that you that you don't even know that they don't even know is traumatic for you, and now y'all are done talking, because I know me, I'm a I'm a ghoster, and that's probably a traumatic adult thing. I didn't used to ghost people in college, but I'll ghost you now. (laughs) For sure I will. And if someone says something to me that I don't appreciate or that I don't like or that triggers me, then I'm out. And I feel like I should give more men more conversation or I should at least tell them, hey, what you said, I dislike what you said. Or what you said, it made me feel this way. Instead of just being like, oh, you said that. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I'm gone.
0: Mm -hmm
1: no okay Mm-mm. no Now, now, now i'm saying if someone is worth that now everyone that i've cut off
0: you've earned it congratulations i feel like if it's a person and y'all have that type of relationship where you know that the response will be well receptive then yes yes but when you have an individual who's a fucking nut basket yeah and you want to tell them hey this is why i don't want to talk to you they're going to try to put that on you they're oh, going to yeah. try to go off and make it seem like oh I ain't gonna beat you no. Like it's just gonna turn. Oh, don't I know it? Ghost and goodbye. Don't.
1: Because sometimes
0: some stuff ain't ain't worth the energy. And your mama. It's just, Let's you avoid know, all of that. You
1: know, let's
0: just be great. Here. Why y'all want us
1: to beat up y'all mamas? No, but for real, like dating is traumatic because we don't know what we're doing. Our parents don't even. Our parents don't even talk to us about dating back then. So it's like we don't even have any references. I don't even have a reference. My one of one of my sets of grandparents met each other later in life when they were like in their in their late oh, dang later in life. Well, she was thirty five. I don't know how old my grandpa was but i know he older than her so let's say he was in his 40s and she was 35 they was already not trying to have no kids he already had the kids he wanted she didn't want to have kids so she was like as soon as i said i made it 35 i wasn't doing it if i didn't have them <sighs> yeah just traumatic next calling. driving is traumatic
0: listen living in atlanta it's traumatic going through traffic here is um, especially if you've been into a car, accident. so like for me, same I got hit by in the back, I got rear ended by an 18 wheeler a couple of years ago, Whew. and
1: they and didn't whenever give him a ever,
0: <laughs> I'm near 18 with I tend to like, I just get just like, please pass me, or really, let me maneuver through traffic so I can get the hell out of here. Aww, and... <laughs> I think you noticed one time on the phone, you was like, Are you okay? You look really tense. And I was like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm trying to get the hell on. I'm trying to get through this traffic. But it was like, I don't know, like living here, like in Augusta, I didn't have to deal with this kind of traffic. Unless you were on like Washington or Belleville Road. But for the most part, it wasn't this level of traffic.
1: No, this traffic has changed in the past three years. This traffic has gotten even worse. Really, not three. Really, the last five years, this traffic has. And has increased to what it, when people drive people drive listen y'all can y'all drive like y'all give a damn like I don't really I don't understand it's like y'all it's like y'all don't want to get home it's like y'all are driving as if hey I make it home or I don't like or, or or y'all drive like y'all want a new car like who has time for that I be scared I, and I got in a car accident too so sometimes when I see people I drive pretty fast shut up I drive pretty fast,
0: <laughs> but. I didn't even say anything, I just made a face. <laughs>
1: listen, body language is the type of language.
0: Oh my emergency brakes in her car.
1: <laughs> listen, but, I'm not a reckless driver. Some, ooh, the shade. You know what, I'm not worried about it, cause listen, I got my license. But um, some of y'all drive, like y'all don't give a damn. Like y'all be driving on two wheels sometimes, and I'm like, yo, like, sir you giving me anxiety because I got smashed in the back because the car was speeding, dipping, and dodging on Ponce de Leon. If anybody knows about Ponce de Leon, it's only two lanes. Where are you going, sir? Both of the lanes are slow. Just All you,
0: the way. You gonna get no to, right, you're going to small ass room? <laughs> you gonna get to where
1: you're going to get to when you get there. I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's very traumatic,
0: though. I would say... People
1: um, come to your door to sell you things. It's very traumatic for never, me. I ain't
0: never had that.
1: People just come up to your door. I get my
0: people. not know, you not
1: People just come up to your Like, with the voting, that was really no, traumatic for me. Like, they kept coming. Are you gonna make sure you vote? You're gonna make sure you're voting? I was like, I already voted. Like, next year, or whenever next time it's time to vote, I'm putting up a sign that says, <laughs> I, I voted. Like, seriously. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, Homeless people are traumatic, and it's sometimes it's not their fault, it's their situation. But when I'm walking and I literally see you change where I, where you're walking to to get to where I'm get to where I am, and you're stalking me to my car, that's scary. Too. Maybe that's not traumatic, but that shit is scary. And I heard about people getting peed on by um, homeless people, and that's just scary. They're they're. Matter of fact, for me being an adult, I'm I get traumatized from other people's experiences. I'm like, ooh, that happened to you. Ooh, I'm
0: scared. Yeah, when we
1: went out for Moses' birthday. This this home this homeless guy was following me. I said, I don't have no cash, and he started cussing me out, and I got really nervous. I was like, oh my god, is he gonna beat me up? Because I honestly, I, like, I honestly don't have cash, sir. Like, I don't. Go oh, ahead. Yeah,
0: I was laughing because the guy When we were walking back to the car He was like oh you must be here Oh yeah I'm like no I heard what you said I'm just not going in the store to get you nothing
1: Yeah like they won't let me in the store I got store. money Why they won't okay. let you in the store sir Congratulations You ain't got clothes on But I ain't going in the store And we not, not We understand people's situations So please don't think we're being insensitive
0: We just These tell our The homeless people in Atlanta are on another level You can give them something That's it That's all you got
1: Yo, the homeless people Baby, in Atlanta are so disrespectful. Let me tell you.
0: Listen, I ain't have to give you nothing.
1: Yo, I remember one time I gave my food to a homeless person, and they was like, "I don't want this," and I was like, "Well, that's all I ha- listen, That's all I have to give. Like, I don't have anything else to give. Like, what do you want me to give you? My car? Like,
0: they want money so they can go do other things.
1: And honey, if you want to do drugs, you're going to have to get a job. Because the
0: ones that really... The ones that really, really are trying are usually the ones that you see in... let's go sound insensitive, but I'm saying... They're the ones that you see who are usually at the shelters or usually the ones that are trying to get clothes for them or their family members, should they have kids or teenagers... they're they're the ones that be trying to be like I need to change my situation yeah now the ones that be on Edgewood i I'm not giving you $40 so you can watch my car when you
1: no. no, y'all no. really be thinking y'all telling me where to park, like, sir. Just because
0: you got this little yellow vest on, don't mean that I pushed um, you. I am finna is, pay you to park on the damn street where I can park for fucking free.
1: Y'all be tripping. And I know you're not listening to this, so it's fine. No, like, they're not. But, but yeah, we're getting it all. I have our to say check. what I have to say. Just listen. But I, I will
0: say a traumatic thing as an adult is being late.
1: I've never liked being late, like, even as a child.
0: If I know I'm running late, I'm a nervous wreck. And... Because I like to give myself, like, a cushion time frame. Same. And if I'm, like, outside of my cushion, and I know I'm going to be pushing, I'm driving erratically, I'm nervous, I'm sweaty. But I agree with that. I'm I'm thinking all negative things because I'm like, this is going to be bad. This is is not going to be a great experience. I'd be stressed out, y'all. And folks be late. Stressed out. And then I'd be there on time.
1: And they'd be, and they would be late. And the other people be late. and I don't even care, like, I, I, I'm the same way. I do I do get antsy if I'm running late because I love being on time. Like, I, I just, excuse me, I despise being late. Like, I hate everything about being late. Like, oh, my gosh, my mom used to have us late. And that's because of my mom. So, it's like, my mom used to have us late all the time. It was like, she didn't give a damn. Even <laughs> now. Even now, my mom is like, even now, she's like, I'll get there when I get there. Like.
0: I, I remember getting graduation pictures. She came late. She was like. I made it, didn't I? <laughs> I was
1: like, like, that's what she. That's how, even, even, even with work, she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be late to the client, but I'll get there when I get there." And I'm like, "Girl, <laughs> this is a whole business. Like, ma'am, I need you to give it air, like, a little bit, please. I'm, I'm begging you to care. At this point, mm, I cannot stand being late. What's some adult trauma? People not knowing how to make decisions is traumatic for me like you can't make a decision like when people sometimes like my friends call me for advice and i call them for advice totally fine for you to call someone for advice when you, you don't know what to do you're confused but when we're somewhere and you can't make a choice and you can't make a decision on what you want to eat on where you want to go <laughs> on what you want to do on 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 if you should do this or do that like that really pisses me off. Especially when it's something when, when especially when in my mind, I've made the decision for you. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> like listen, I am I, now that I'm talking about it, I'm probably having the same, the same. flashback. <laughs> but it's just like I, I hate when people cannot make a decision. Ooh, that shit pisses me off. Yeah, okay, so maybe it's not trying. Maybe it's what Moses pisses birthday. us off. Yes, Moses' <laughs> birthday. He could not figure out where to go and I'm sitting. I'm on the phone, y'all. I'm at a restaurant. I'm sorry, we're yelling in y'all ear. I'm sorry. We're ye- at a restaurant. I get there first because I don't like being late. So I get there, I go up to the front and say, Hey, we got this many people, da out. So he tells me what the requirements for are if we want those that amount of people to be um serviced. So I call Lederick and Moses and tell them the information. When I tell y'all, it was at least seven minutes of just silence. I'm sitting there like, and the man is looking at me. I'm holding the phone. I'm looking at the phone. Lederick is probably like, well, it's your birthday, Moses, what are we gonna do? And I'm just like, make a decision. What are we doing? Because in 0.5 seconds, I'm gonna make a decision for myself. I love you and I want to celebrate you, but I'm about to make the decision for me. And whatever y'all do is what y'all do. And that's one less person. Maybe y'all can work this thing on out.
0: I was so mad because I was in the other parking lot on the phone. Yeah. Make a decision. Aaliyah didn't already pay for parking. I'm sitting here in this other parking lot where I was supposed to be paying. Right. I need you to figure it out. Right. Spent, what, 30 minutes there? On the phone, All just the nothing. On the phone, trying to figure it out. He would not answer my phone call because he knew I was pissed off. So we finally decided to go somewhere else. Y'all, I knew I was mad when me and Aaliyah got Aaliyah got in the car with me. We were about to drive to the other location to go. I didn't know it was his friend at the time, but somebody blew their heart at me. I said, what the yes. fuck is this bitch doing? Yes. Y'all, it was his friend. It was Moses' friend. I was like, okay, I call him. But she didn't hear him. She just looked like, oh, I thought
1: it was you. And I'm like, girl, I'm glad you didn't hear him because we we, we, we. <laughs> we both was mad. I think we both looked back. You said them. I know. I looked back like, now who could possibly be honking at this moment?
0: Who? Like, basically we going to we both going the wrong way. Right. Right. Right.
1: right. Like, don't blow at me because I'm moving too slow to do the wrong thing. But no, like, even just in this when people and pe- when people call me. Or if I'm somewhere with somebody and they like, oh, I don't know what to do. that, Or even, like, stupid relationship stuff because, you know, guys, I've been single for a little bit. And I know I say that all the time, but I feel like I've gotten a little hardened in, in my heart. And so now it's like when people come to me with relationship stuff, I'm like, leave them. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, you just told me you're so unhappy. You don't want to be there, blah, blah, blah. Why are we having this conversation? You don't like the way your body looks work out. Like, I don't... I don't get it Like why are we having This conversation Like But I don't know So you want to be fat Cool Then why are we still Talking right now I don't I I need I want to go On this vacation But I'm in debt Looks like you're not Going on vacation Like what kind of Person do you think I am So people can't you know Make debt. decisions
0: you know They offer Klarna The airport Where you can pay Oh personal. For what a flight? flight yes. No, I need to the pay trails. for my flight
1: and the whole. I better not. I better not go nowhere and I'm paying. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, see, see. Lil' way frightens me because my mama would put stuff on Lil' way and we'd never see it. <laughs> they put that stuff back on the, on the shelf. Double homicide. <laughs> Double <laughs> homicide. Mm-mm. You know, uh, you know what's traumatic sometimes. Is the feeling of seeing children on the internet. Sometimes my heart pitter patters and yeah, then I I'm get not scared.
0: Posting my kids on the internet. I'm sorry. I'm just.
1: Y'all making up these captions as if y'all are them is traumatic.
0: I just can't. I can't. Like, I have a coworker who has two sons. One's in college and the other one's about to graduate high school. Nowhere on his social media you see his kids. Nowhere. and.
1: Because they're mine. I. You guys will my never kids.
0: see post my child I'm sorry, you just won't. And I get it, like, you know, oh, fa- ha- uh, happy family. No, 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 no. Mm, 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 mm. Y'all might be it individuals is. individuals in this world who are fantasizing over your kids. And when I see people post their babies in the bathtub, they'll be like, please take this down. Like, I just literally, like, hide. I don't want to see it. Like, keep it in your phone.
1: Yeah. You Stay make a group chat. Make right. a, Matter of fact, iPhone has this thing where you can make an album. Yes. So where you can drop yes. photos in that album and everyone really has right. them. So if you have an Instagram like that and you know it's crazy people, if you're, if you're fearful of this type of thing, just get that. That's what I plan on doing. I'm going to make an album to where I can drop the pictures of their grandchildren. Now, the most y'all going to get on the Internet is maybe a family portrait. And y'all can just look forward to that once here.
0: Oh, they've grown. That's it.
1: And their face might not even be shown. Their face might be blurred out. You just might see me.
0: Someone Walker put <laughs> plant emojis over my baby.
1: Right, you might just see me, hey?
0: This is, see you, see
1: you. see the shadow baby. of my husband. You see the children. And you're going to see this face.
0: Look, you see the husband big toe. Mm. You can see the baby arm. Oh, y'all my not head. getting no...
1: And that's traumatic for me. Is putting posts and relationships on the internet. Mm. I feel like I'm using traumatic too loosely. Let me look at this. <laughs> now you
0: got to get the web to see.
1: Listen, because we, we just using it. I know somebody's like, oh, my God. You guys are using this in the long way. Because you clicked on the podcast. Emotionally disturbing or distressing. Yes. So, no, we're using it, right? It is distressing. Like, you thinking you're going to be on my Instagram? It broke my heart. God. It broke my
0: heart for you. Mm. I, think that I would help you. <laughs> I guess
1: because I've been in situations where I've been embarrassed, I'm not getting embarrassed again. I think like I'm not.
0: When it comes to regular. people like to say, "Oh, I'm keeping my relationship private." Blah, blah, blah. Okay, yes, you can have your relationship,
1: private, your relationship private, but, but people don't make neither. it a secret. That you yeah, there you go.
0: And like, okay, I follow this guy on. He's from Augusta. I've never met him, but we follow each other on social media. Um, we have a lot of mutual friends, so he just got engaged Okay. to his fiance. Ain't never posted a picture of him, man. His videos, you will, you've you never seen this man's face. Right. Ever. And he's he's addressed it. Before, he was like, people ask oh, when well, I'm going to show what he looks like. He said, at the wedding. Right. Only my family and friends know what he looked like.
1: Right. That's and the only that people said, who matter.
0: He was like, I'm not posting him on the internet for what? For
1: y'all to go look him up.
0: Exactly. And that's what people do. Because I've had stalkers. Miss, oh, i talked to him before. i talked to her before.
1: You want a cookie because you communicate? I've talked to a lot of people. Okay. I've communicated with several souls.
0: I've talked to Jesus. Do you see Jesus? Today?
1: Listen. Yeah. Nope. Y'all be taking talking too far. Like, oof. People are traumatic. I hate people sometimes. But then sometimes y'all be kind of
0: cool. If I can go three to five minutes say so, I talk to you, we you, 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 wouldn't in we
1: Going out to the club, not out to the club, but just going out at night sometimes is traumatic. The planning involved, trying to make sure you when you come praying that when you come back to your car, all your windows are there, all your tires are there. Like, 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 what are the cops doing in Atlanta?
0: Cause ain't no way, okay, Akon got his car stolen. Uh, Antonio Brown got his car stolen.
1: He's crazy as.
0: No, 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 no comment.
1: Right. But no, seriously, like this is getting insane. You can't even do nothing in Atlanta.
0: I would say That's why
1: I got a garage.
0: It's not traumatic for me because I have had to accept that when things happen for you, it happens at your time. Like what you mean? Okay. So, I made this joke. So, first, so I'm going to start off with the joke that happened at work today. Yeah, because I'm scared. Where so, One of my coworkers, she shared a post where it says, your boss tells you to deposit $500 million on a secret bank account. Mm-hmm. On your way to go deposit that money, you get a notification that your boss died of a heart attack. That's mine. What do you do with the money?
1: That's mine.
0: I said, keep it. And Who knows? Going on Facebook, said, the Lord don't play about me.
1: Right, cause
0: and he ain't
1: tell me what to do if he die. Exactly, he didn't say
0: it's mine now. It's in my possession. He, he didn't gave give it me... to me.
1: Right, and nobody knows I got his secret
0: account. And so, what they said when it comes, like they were they was cracking up because I said, "God don't play about me." <laughs> and I have had to literally take that statement when I've seen other people say that, and I've realized, yo. It's, it's true.
1: He don't play about you. Um me either. For instance,
0: y'all know I just got a job. Yes. I just got a
1: new
0: card there
1: Yes. And what you getting I literally,
0: now?
1: <laughs> He got a new best friend. No <laughs>
0: Not at all. <laughs> uh, I literally was like, damn, I'm blessed. Like Yes. And it's
1: because
0: I've had a spiritual reading done. I've had two with the same person. I
1: had one, but I'm not telling y'all about it.
0: (laughs) And some of the things that she said, well, all of the things that she said. All of the things. Have come true. And things are still lined up to still happen. And when she told me in my last one, she said, the Lord doesn't tell you about you. Yes. She said, you are divinely guided. She was like. You good. It's nothing that you got to worry about. And I used to stress so hard about stress. being on top of everything. It's that control. Oh, there. yeah, 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 and yeah. Same. I was just like, wow. I want to tell you when one I, thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm never going to sit it. back and just look, look, when it's supposed to happen, happen. I ain't got to worry about it.
1: Listen, because it's not yours to worry
0: about. It's not your stress. Like, I'll be like, ooh, I spent too much money on this. Lord Jesus I'm a, what am i gonna do
1: he makes a way.
0: money there it is right there unexpected money. Mm-hmm.
1: alright okay from I, your from your lips to God's I ears I accepted I received it yes
0: and it's just like, with everything, one thing I say which is traumatic for our age group is we, when we get on social media, we see 21-year-olds and 18-year-olds and millionaires. all these people buying houses, and they're millionaires, and they're doing this, that, and the third, and you feel like, well, why haven't I accomplished that yet? Yeah. it's not your time yet.
1: It's not.
0: It's not your time yet. It's not. And that's okay. Yeah. Just because they did it doesn't mean that you need to be doing that same thing because Right now, yeah. You never know. Like, Okay. They might move into this house, but you don't know what comes for them, come to them later. Yeah. Or what they had to do to get to that point. And yeah, like, you
1: might not be ready to make that kind of sacrifice.
0: You, exactly.
1: Or God might need to take you somewhere to where if you had a house that was stifled where you need to be, you don't know. You don't know. That's right. Because what I wanted to tell you about her, what I liked, loved it I'm not telling you about my reading because it's, oh, you know, God's still making me a believer in... Not making me, I believe everything she said. That's not what I mean by believer. It's just, I'm very... Private. Not even private, but like, the stuff she was saying, I believe it so much that I don't believe it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's too good to be true, it's like, sis. I was waiting on, I, I was- believing and I'd
0: be like, it's gonna happen. And natural. that's what
1: I need to do. I need, I just need to be like, you know what? I believe everything
0: it. everything she said to me.
1: Cause I, belie- I believe her because the stuff she, I didn't give her any, I didn't give her anything about me. And I don't post anything about my personal life on Instagram. Nothing. The most you'll see is me saying on YouTube that a date went bad or a date went good or that I'm struggling with dating. But, or maybe like an event that happened. But inner, inner, inner stuff, I don't post on inner. But what I wanted to get, What I'm, I'm, I'm rambling now. But what I wanted to say about her was that I loved that throughout the reading she kept, she kept talking about the Lord. And that made me feel even more comfortable and it made me feel like you're really in tune with God right now. You're you're not talking to me, God is using you to speak through me. Mm-hmm. Especially the stuff that she was talking about was so specific. I was like, the only way you would know this information is if LaDerrick told you himself. And God would have to tell you too, because it's certain stuff that she said. It's not that Lederick didn't know, but it's the stuff that she said about it. He wouldn't have said he wouldn't have said what she said to me. That's how I know she was in tune with God. So I'm not telling y'all to run out there and go get a reading by just anybody. Um, we're not going to put her information out either because she's selective about who she chooses yes. to connect her spirit with. But if you are interested in getting a reading, I would suggest you do your research before you pick someone um, and just make sure you're okay with whatever they say. And then also, I do while I'm saying that, I do want to say, tell you all something that she did tell me at the end. Well, it was kind of in the middle of the reading, but she was like, if I say something, she said everything I'm saying is, what, what is cur- what's current in the spirit right now. And if you don't like anything that's being said, excuse me, don't accept it because you can change you can change what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if right now I'm telling you that just for example, she didn't say this part. So as an example, let's say she says um, let's say she says your relationship is you're gonna end in, end a, you're gonna end in divorce like you're gonna get a divorce or something and you feel like that's not something you want then you need to start making active steps to make that difference. Or if it's anything, if it's anything, that's what she told me. And I I appreciated her saying that because it let me know that I was still in control of my situation. And that just like life, everything is evolving. So just because something is what it it is right now, it doesn't mean that's what it'll be if I don't want it to be. It's just like a possibility of what could happen. If life continues the way it is, that's what's going to happen next. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll share a little bit. She told me I need to let go of some trauma. They happened in my childhood she said because it's going to affect you with the family that you want it's going to affect you with your children it's going to affect you in your other relationships so you got to let that go so for me that meant if I didn't want to let it go I was accepting the trauma but if I want to accept or or I'm accepting what else the negative going to happen in my life but if I want something positive I gotta let that go so yeah I definitely say get your research do your research before you decide that's something you want to do But if it is something you want to do, go for it. Just be open to possibilities. You might not hear what you want to hear, but you're going to hear what's the truth at that moment.
0: And when it comes to adulthood, I think the biggest thing that you have to do for yourself is you have to be willing to accept whatever it is that you do or don't do. And... See, a lot of people think that they're not the problem mm. and they think that pretty much they shit don't stink and, <laughs> no, and that think. they're just perfect and that it's everybody else around them that's mm. affecting what's going on in their life when in actuality it's really yourself that's doing a lot of the things to you because Woo. you have the power to control your own life pretty much to a certain degree. Yep. Yeah. Like you can choose who you hang around. You can choose where you work. You can choose who you associate with. You can choose all of the different factors. If
1: somebody treats you bad, you can choose the lead. In your
0: life. And granted, there may be some things that are out of our control. But those things that are out of our control, we just have to realize, like, you know what? Hey, that's what it is. It's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. But pretty much everything else, that's, that's on you. Yeah. And when you're going through your traumas and you're trying to evaluate, okay, what it is? What do I need to let go of? You have to want to put in the work to make things better. Say
1: that again from the beginning because it's the
0: better because it is you. Yes,
1: this is your life. You only you get can't one. can't sit around
0: and say, oh, I hate my life. Oh, well, this is happening. And yet you're doing the same things that put you in that situation.
1: Yeah, because she told me too Things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. Mm-hmm. So true. You got you to gotta change your mindset about trauma. And I think now, like, I, my mindset to trauma is now I'm trying to make sure trauma doesn't control me and throw me in a stage of anxiety, and now I'm scared. I don't want to be afraid of the possibilities of my life. I wanna be able to, if I see something that does call me distress or that I do see as disturbing, that I can see that, face that, and I have the tools to move through it. Not past it, because past it I didn't deal with it, but through it, I knocked it down. I got to the bottom of the problem. And that all goes back to, you know, being open to communication, communicating with people that are outside of your circle, you know, maybe a therapist, possibly. Maybe uh, just an unbiased party. Maybe you're just in a journal, like something. You gotta be. If you want, if you want change in your life, then you have to change your life. It's just as simple as that. It's not rocket science. It's not anything too deep. If you want change in your life, change your life. Legit. You can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Put your back into your <laughs> do it, do it, do it,
0: do it. But that is it, you guys. Bye, bye. Let's see you guys. Sure, I'll think about it. Maybe like <laughs>